Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Ain't a damn thing pretty unless you're talking about the bridge and seaport. Even from the seats in the upper decks, you can see the seashore. Tell gay function with the carnia side. Just walk from the tribal building for the Padres. I'm on it. Yeah, because for the 619, we'll knock you down. Anything for the brown, put it on the town. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby says you want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 244 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden, here with Jacob Zimmerman, my cousin tonight. Padres, looks like they're facing Jacob deGrom tomorrow night. Let's go. Wow, what a win. I I didn't think we were going to get off to a fast start like that. Jeez. 7-1 7-1 to one, the Padres win. Max Scherzer got owned by this Padres offense. There were questions going into the game, whether or not the Padres would show up, whether the bottom of the lineup would show up. I thought, you know, going into the pregame show, I was like, I, I think the home runs are going to decide it here. I think that's going to be huge. Uh, my Padre pick going into the game was Manny. He hit an absolute piss missile to left field. That ball was <laughs> crushed. Uh, Profar with the bomb. Grisham with the bomb. I mean, anyone that was wondering why Trent was in the game, that's why. The power potential, the glove, there you go. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting. Josh Bell, big home run to the opposite field. I mean, what a night. You could not have scripted that night better. I mean, maybe you, Darvish, not give up a home run, but he was tremendous tonight. Seven innings, yeah. one run, no walks, struck out four guys. He got out a couple big jams, first and mm-hmm. third in the first, got out of that. Then in the second, there was uh, Marte on third because Nola can't throw anyone out. Uh, oh he steals God. second, gets to third, and Darvish gets out of that. Uh, he was just tremendous. Did you see that curveball that he threw to Guillaume mm-hmm. or whoever that was? That thing was nasty. I mean, just it was like five inches more break than average on what a breaking ball gets. I mean, he was just tremendous tonight. The offense was pretty much tremendous tonight. Yeah, you could you know, pick it apart and say, oh, well, I mean, Soto didn't do anything. He had that bad defensive play. 
or you know they didn't score after what was it like the fifth inning or something they dropped mm-hmm. seven runs on Max Scherzer like yeah, you're that's... telling me this team isn't confident going into tomorrow against DeGrom and they don't even need to beat DeGrom tomorrow like that's how important today's game was yeah. mm-hmm. is that they didn't they don't have to beat their best guy tomorrow and they can go to game three and you have Joe Musgrove on the mound against Chris Bassett. I'm going to take my chances with that. I'm good with that, yeah. They didn't have to use really any of their bullpen tonight. Robert Suarez, one, two, three, eighth. Garcia pits the ninth. That leaves them available for tomorrow if you want to go, you know, for the throat. And you have Hader, you have Martinez, you have Morahone, you have all your Tim Hill. So many guys mm-hmm. did not pitch today. It's just a win all around. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I've never, I never in my life would have expected us to get seven runs right off the bat, right off of Max Scherzer. Um, and you know, I wouldn't have expected Josh Bell to, you know, get that underway. Uh, but I think the MVP of this game goes to you, Darvish, for not only going seven innings, but you know, also as you said, saving the bullpen. You know, we got all those guys ready for the next uh, game, and you know, if needed, the third game. I mean, that right. that just I feel like that's going to prove to be huge in case something happens, you know, case Blake Snell, you know, maybe he has a bad game. Cause you know, we've seen those sometimes. The blow up um, inning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the bullpen's there and it's, it's not going to be tired. They're going to be all well rested. That's the biggest part, I think. Yeah. I mean, this Mets lineup tonight. I mean, we, we Starling Marte was like the guy I know Escobar mm-hmm. homered, I believe. But Marte, they were the Met, the broadcast, and we'll get to the broadcast. Holy cow! Talk yeah. about writing the Mets. Like, did they realize the Mets were the ones getting crushed? Um, I mean, they just kept talking about them and what are they going to do? And they kept showing Degrom. It's like, can you show the spotlight on the Padres for a little <laughs> bit here? Holy cow! Um, but yeah, with this Mets lineup, they didn't do a whole lot today. I mean, and you Darvish was a big reason why. And obviously, Nola is very comfortable with Darvish. And uh, I, I believe even Nola got a hit in this game. Like tomorrow, he did. I, I know we're uh, we're talking about this game plenty of time. We have plenty of time to talk about it. But I think Nola got a hit. Um, the bottom of the lineup tonight: last three guys in the order, Kim, Grish, and Nola, combined for five hits tonight. Grish oh. with a bomb. Uh, Kim had an extra scored a run. Nola scored a run. Profar scored twice. By yeah. the way, his son. Did you see his son? Yeah, he, he was looked, he was yeah. pumped up. That he was, was happy, amazing yeah. to see. Um, just you couldn't have scripted the night to be any better. Um, I mean, and then the whole day really, like, yeah, the support, you know, at the Ben and Wood show, and then showing up uh, rest of the day at Alesmith. I think that's where it was, and then San Diego Sports Seven Sixty. There were people showing up there for Darren and Marty, and then John and Jim, uh, and then tonight, just. Out of the gate, it felt like, okay, you know, Darvish, he got out of those jams. And, you know, Darvish, yeah. when he when he struggles, it's usually those first couple innings. I was saying it mm-hmm. on the pregame show. And he didn't do that, really. He Once he got out of those jams, like you could say he struggled because he got in those jams. But that was his level of struggling tonight. Sure, he gave up a home run, but I was taking six innings, one run from Darvish because oh, I was yeah. confident in the bullpen tonight. And he goes seven innings, one run. Yeah, I mean, um, I was a little worried at first that, you know, we were going to have a typical bloodbath wild card game, you know, going back to that Cardinals series a couple of years ago in the COVID year where we were just firing all cylinders um, except pitching. Uh, but, right. you know, you Darvish got out of those big jams. And, you know, once he settles in, he retired, what was it, 10 in a row, 11 in a yeah, row, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Um, yeah. He just settled in perfectly and he was able to give us seven very good innings um wasn't really expecting seven innings you know he had a career high in his playoffs seven innings 101 pitches um it kind of just set the tone and we never really looked back so had a great great all-around win it it was there's yeah i mean i had a ton of notes written during this game and josh bell entering the game he was hitting 417 off of max scherzer that's why he was playing there Uh were some fans that were like oh why is brandon jury not in the game well myers was hitting like 280 against Scherzer going uh-huh. in. Jury had one hit off of Scherzer in his career. Bell is like owned Scherzer, and then he hits a home run in his first at bat. Yeah. And Grish is in the lineup, left versus right. He has the power potential, and he takes him yard. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so happy to see Grish go yard there, just like oh, I was yeah. happy ha- seeing him make that progress in that Giant series with those liners. I know he was striking out, but he you saw the progress there. Um, and I thought what was encouraging in this game, I, I mean, Crony's my guy, but he didn't do anything tonight, 0 for 4. Nah. Uh, Soto, 0 for 4. That's two all-stars on this team that went 0 for 8 tonight, and the Padres scored seven runs. And so I'm not focusing on Soto and Crony. I'm focusing on Profar and Grisham and Kim, the bottom of that Padres order, Manny, obviously. MVP, hello. I mean, if he, I know you can't vote on it now, but, I mean, he showed it tonight with that yep. home run and, and just the team captain, obviously. Uh, just It was a team effort tonight. Um, and how do you think those uh, MLB.com writers feel? About listing the Padres <laughs> pitching staff as last in the postseason. Oh, entry. that was last. And and then you have the starter for the game go seven innings, and then the one for the Mets goes what? What was it? Not even four, something like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Like Max Scherzer gets owned by the Padres. His first time. It's the first time in Mets history that they've allowed four home runs in a game. Scherzer became tonight the second pitcher in MLB history to allow four plus home runs and seven plus runs in any playoff game. Mm-hmm. You know who the first one was? I don't. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I've never heard of this guy either. Gene Thompson in uh, 1939 oh, wow. in the World Series. 30? That was a great game. Remember that game? Uh, amazing game against the Yankees. Love that game. Back when I was younger, yeah. Uh-huh. Way yeah. back in the day. Uh-huh. Back in my day. <laughs> Man, he sucked tonight. He, he was not good tonight. Yeah, and good. Uh, I, I thought it was funny. That the uh, the Mets, you see the tweet. Max is locked in. Locked they tweeted in, yeah. That, like during or before the game, he was sure locked in tonight. Holy! I'll cow. take that locked in all day. Yeah, man. You know it was locked in. It was you, Darvish. It was Grish against <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that meatballs that Scherzer was throwing tonight. Grish almost went yard for a second time uh, tonight on that liner to right. By the way, yes, as we're expecting. Pod, uh, the uh, Mets, excuse me, Jacob DeGrom is starting tomorrow, Buck Showalter yep. said. They got to go to their emergency op- option. Um, mm-hmm. I was fine. I mean, from the Mets perspective, I understood why they went with Scherzer game one and didn't go with DeGrom, and they were trying to save him. But that's bulletin board material. If I'm the Padres, oh, you don't think that you have to use Brian, uh, Jacob DeGrom to get oh, yeah. past us, and you think you can just save him for the Dodgers series? Because that's what they're trying to do. I don't think mm-hmm. they were trying to pitch him for game two. They thought they could win tonight and then win with Bassett and not even use DeGrom in this series. But no. guess what? No, 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 no. You're going to have to face De- Blake Snell. You're going to have to throw DeGrom out there against Blake Snell, who's been one of the best pitchers in baseball this entire second half of the season. So yep. the Padres could sweep the Mets here and move right on to Dodger Stadium and have Joe Musgrove starting game one. And then oh, maybe yeah. Clev game two. And then Darvish, I don't know how many days off he would get there, but that, that's in a really, really good setup for the Padres spot, right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, and Jacob DeGrom, it's a tough task. But Max yeah. Scherzer is one of the best pitchers in baseball. And what did they do? They scored seven runs off of the guy. DeGrom last outing against the Braves, he was leaving pitches over the middle of the plate all day. Yep serving them right on a silver platter to these Braves hitters. He gave up like three bombs. So it can happen again. It can definitely happen again. And Snell, I mean. It can happen a, too, sadly, you know. Right, right. In a winner-go-home game, I want Musgrove on the mound, but you don't have to win or – it's not winner-go-home tomorrow. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not confident in Snell. I'm, I'm, I am confident. Like, yeah. Snell, I feel like he's someone that can really excel tomorrow – knowing that he doesn't have to win the game. You know that he gets in his head sometimes. He knows he doesn't have to win tonight. Or, excuse me, tomorrow. He does not have to. He doesn't have to be perfect. I know he's facing DeGrom, but he knows he has that insurance policy of Musgrove in Game 3, and the offense just scored seven runs off of an elite pitcher. So I think that takes pressure off of him and probably makes him relax a little bit more. Oh, yeah, big time. I mean... Hopefully he can just, you know, go out, do his thing um, as, you know, he's been able to do the past, I'd say, month or so. Um, And, you know, we've seen Blake Snell in elimination games before in the playoffs, you know, back when he was with the Rays and got pulled by Kevin Cash and that, Mm -hmm. you know, 
I'm not going to get into that, but um, you know he <laughs> was a dumb he's pretty dominant. Yeah. yeah, it was dumb. It, it, and you know he's dominant in the playoffs from what we've seen with the you know the Rays with him. Mm. Um, and I feel like he can ride this momentum he's kind of built up over the last half, last part of the season, and you know not have that full stress load of having to be perfect like you said. And right. He can just go out and pitch like he does, you know. And I feel like that that'll be a good recipe for success if the offense can you know, give him a little bit of support too. Right. This episode brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is the website. Hopefully you'll be able to have some more Gaglions at the ballpark in the NLDS. If things keep going this way, you will be able to at least one playoff game. Um, Man, what a night tonight. Uh, Friars Road, by the way, is their main location. They're located at Snapdragon Stadium and inside Petco Park, multiple booths inside Petco. So hopefully you'll be able to enjoy that again at some point during this Padres postseason run. Uh, by the way, quick plug here, episode 243, interview with John Boggs, Tony Gwynn's agent. That is out. Did that earlier today. Uh, talked about a lot of different things. It wasn't just the postseason. Touched on that a little bit, but what's it like to be an agent, how hectic the trade deadline and all that stuff is. So I encourage you to check that out if you have not already. That You have plenty of time leading up to tomorrow's game. Because tomorrow's game doesn't start till 4.37 or whatever that is. So um, they're going to be playing in primetime again. And I'm sure ESPN will be writing Jacob deGrom, even though he sucked his last time out. Uh, and the Padres hopefully won't care and they'll go win that game. <laughs> you know, I mean, this ESPN broadcast tonight. Holy cow. Oh I mean, like, I, I wasn't listening yeah. to the radio because I was clipping stuff uh, and posting yeah. it on Twitter and Instagram. But. I mean, Buster only, just totally botching Trent Grisham's name. Like, he was talking to Bob Melvin. I don't know if anyone in the audience missed this, but he was talking to Bob Melvin. The clip's out on my Twitter. And he was like, oh, how big is... He said something like, how big are the home runs from Bell, Grissom? And it's like, his name is Grisham. Who yeah, is Grissom? It's not that hard to pronounce, like, yeah. Grisham. It's uh, kind I mean, of self-explanatory. Yeah, so I, th- I think if you could... Define one moment, or if you had one moment to define ESPN's broadcast tonight, it's probably that. They just yeah. love the Mets. They weren't paying attention to the Padres. And it's like they had to go off script tonight. They were like, oh, well, we think the Mets are going to win this game. And it, it was like there was pain in Carl Ravage's voice saying, oh, Hassung Kim doubled down the line, or Manny yeah. with a home run. Like he was loud or louder, but they it got really, really boring. It's like mm. they kept talking about the Mets. How are they going to turn this around? Oh, Jacob DeGrom, he doesn't look phased. Okay, we get it. Can you give some love to the Padres here? Yeah. I mean, it was – I was thankful enough to not be able to own cable and, you know, MLB TV <laughs> with their blackout dates in the oh, playoffs, man. I guess. Um, so I was listening on the Odyssey app, listening to Jesse and Tony. So I had a little bit more um, happy they were much. Experience. They were much more excited, right? Oh, yeah. It was – it was definitely a better uh, listening experience than uh, the ESPN, you know, Met writers. Uh, it's it's always going to be like that. They, the national TV never likes the Padres. It's always been like that. Um, so, I don't know. Jesse and Tony, though, they were good. Um, they always have been. So, I'll I'm be trying to, to find... them for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to try to <laughs> find the home run calls from Jesse and Tony here. Uh, they, they, there was they one. Just, they, re, uh, they retweeted like everyone who was saying, yeah. "Oh, I'm listening to 97.3 The Fan instead of ESPN because <laughs> this broadcast sucks." Uh, yeah, but okay. there was one here. Uh, it was like down the right field line. They couldn't even see it. It was like the pro far one. Pro far. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So here, here's the Josh Bell home run call. And the three-one pitch hit in the air to deep left center field. Hannah and Nimmo both going back. They are looking up. It's gonna go. A two-run homer for Josh Bell, second of his career against Max Scherzer, and the Padres pounce. So he got. He, that's a big gonna go from Jesse. I mean, high voice. Uh, he yeah. was pumped up for that. Um, let me try to find the Manny homer here. Right, this is our Grish is up next. My bad. Gotta, I can't forget Grish. Man, I'm so happy that Grish got that home run. Oh, um, yeah. People, obviously, I mean, it's like the postseason is totally different from the regular season. Regular season, you had people, DFA Grisham, release Grisham. Grisham can't be playing. And at one point, 
in the regular season, yeah, I said, yeah, Grisham cannot be starting over Azokar right now because he sucked. Like, that's just, and Azokar was hot. But once Azokar cooled down and you're going towards the end of the season, Padres clinch a postseason spot. I, w- I know I want Grisham in there over Azokar. The defense, like games like this, I didn't think it was going to be 7 1. I thought it was going to be like 2 or 3 to 1. But I, I, you knew that the, you thought at least that the defense was going to be more important and they're going to prioritize that. And a home run once in a while, that can change things drastically in the postseason. Azokar can't do that. Grisham can. That's why he's in the lineup. Here is Trent Grisham uh, hitting that solo home run. Second inning, Padres lead 3 nothing at the time. Here's Jesse's call. Here's the 1-1 one one on the way. Grisham swings, hits one in the air, deep to right field. Marte's racing back to the wall. He'll look up. It's going to go. Grant Grisham. Homered at City Field back in July. He homers at City Field here on October 7th. The Padres have taken Scherzer out of the yard twice in two innings, and they lead this game three to nothing. City Field was quiet. Yeah. 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 Not the ESPN guys that are not saying anything, and they're just like, and there's the home runs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting for both teams if you're going to do it. Like, and then when it was seven to one after Escobar homered, they kept showing Escobar. It's like the game's over. Like, why are we focusing on the Mets here? The game is over. Like, I mean, holy cow. Um, I'm trying to find the next home run call now. Here's Manny. By the way, there's also post game quotes coming out, so we'll talk about that too. Switch hitter, left handed, swings at the first pitch, hits a missile out towards the right field corner. Marte goes back, looks up, it's a home run! Just got it over the fence down the right field line. Three-run home one. run, Jurickson Profar, the Padres' third of the night against Scherzer, and it's 6 to nothing. San Diego in the fifth. You hear the booze? Swinging Manny Rich uh-huh. one to left field, Canna going back, turning around, watching it go! A line drive home run <laughs> for Manny Machado. That thing got out of here like a rocket, and the fourth home run of the night for the Padres puts them in front seven to nothing here in the fifth inning. That ball got out in an absolute hurry. Those boos were loud as heck. Holy cow. When Manny hit that bomb. Oh, that too. It wasn't a bomb. That that was just a liner. That ball ball was hit 111 miles an hour. His 33rd home run of the year if you include the regular season. Yeah, that, that was a missile. Yeah, that was the fastest home run I think I've seen leave in a little while. You see, uh, I'm also scrolling up here. You see, Emma Stone was at the game, first row. Padres. Yeah, they were they were up when uh in that ninth inning when we were going for the, the end of yeah. it. They were up. Yeah, that was that was cool. She needs to be at Petco come the division series if they make it. The uh, the CEO of the Padres he tweeted something like they're always welcome here, so we'll probably end up seeing her Bruckner. there at some point. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Manny, Manny was the last one. Okay, yeah. So, okay, here's some quotes post-game, and I'll get to everyone's comments in the chat here. If you want to support the channel and make sure I get to your comment, you can use that Super Chat button. I appreciate that. On regular videos, you can use the Super Thanks button. Uh, Max Scherzer. Here's Max uh, on his advice to his teammates as they face elimination tomorrow. Giving advice to your teammates when you just sucked it up. You were the reason, man. Yeah. Quote, just win. They've done it the whole year. Turn the page, move on, compete. We've got Jake going tomorrow, so that'll be good. <laughs> it's like he knows that Jake is a lot better than him with yeah. something. Um, you know, DeGrom, I heard this the other day. He's never had a start at City Field or in the postseason. He hasn't made a postseason City Field start. Because huh. I remember, you know, I remember him with the long hair and stuff. That was at Dodger yeah. Stadium. Hasn't oh, made oh. one. I I don't know if that's true, but I mean I I can look it up right now. That's that was kind of surprising to me. I don't really believe that, but I did hear it. I forget where, so uh, I apologize if I'm wrong and I just am pulling that up from nowhere. But let me see postseason. It'll be able to show me here. He's pitched in four postseason games. Yeah. At the Dodgers, October 9th of 2015, NLDS, Game 1. Game 5, 2015, NLDS against the Dodgers. Then the NLCS, October 20th, 2015, against the Cubs. That was at Wrigley. 
And then his last one was in the World Series game two. That was in Kansas City. So, well, they had, yeah, they don't feel that. I forgot. Yeah. So he's done wow. well. Seven innings, no runs. Six yeah. innings, two runs. Seven innings, two runs. Five innings, four runs against Hosmer and the Royals there. Um, so he'll be tough. I mean, it's Jacob DeGrom, but yeah. I thought that was weird. His first city field home start. Scherzer got booed off the mound, by the way, by Mets fans. They are yeah, panicking. They are freaking yeah. panicking. Holy cow. 100 plus wins and you're close to elimination on the wild card? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you see uh, those ESPN writers? They predicted 27 out of 31 of them predicted the Mets to win this series. And oh, like Jake, yeah. Jake Peavy and I think Lauren Gardner were the only MLB network people to pick the Padres. And Lauren Gardner was doing it just because, uh, just to go against the grain and not yeah. be chalk. Like and Peavy, Jake Peavy was I a Padre. was like, oh yeah. And so like, no <laughs> one was picking, no one's picking the Padres. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, you act like these guys are the Orioles or like the Pirates that they're playing. The Orioles were good yeah. this year, but you were acting like these are like the Pirates or the Nationals. Yeah, yeah. DeGrom and Scherzer, this team won over 100 games. They didn't lose the division. The Braves won it. It doesn't matter. The Padres pitching staff, even if they didn't lose it, which I believe they did, they got swept by the Cubs and then crapped their pants against the Braves when in the biggest moments, you know, in that division. So last weekend. So I think they lost it. But even if they didn't, you're facing a Padres team that has Manny, Soto, and guys throughout this lineup that are playing a lot better. And you have you Darvish just won September player of the month. Blake Snell, I mean, has been amazing. I have a stat. There it is. One earned run in his last 18 innings. You have Musgrove lined up for game three. One earned run in his last 22 innings. You have Josh Hader at the back of the bullpen. No earned runs in his last 10 games. Robert Suarez got in tonight. No earned runs since August 29th. Nick Martinez and ERA under 270 as a reliever. Manaya. One earned run in his last 10 innings. Uh, Cleb didn't make the roster, so I'm not going to read that. But, I mean, 12th, again, 12th best, worst worst postseason staff entering the postseason, according to MLB.com. Yeah, well, how'd that work out tonight? Huh? I mean, a, a staff that has Darvish, Snow, Musgrove, and Hater, just them, should not be last. Should not be last, no. That's, that's ridiculous. How about, how about the uh, Cardinals staff tonight? How are they looking? Ryan Helsley? Well, uh, hmm. Ryan Helsley Bad. couldn't find the zone for his life. Um, Hell's Bells should not be used yeah. by that guy ever again. That Never. is not what Trevor Hoffman would do. Just saying. It's a disgrace to the song of relievers right there. Yeah, Bob Melvin here says, quote, we're getting pretty spoiled. It was a typical U Darvish game where he goes seven innings, throws about 100 pitches, doesn't give up much, gets out of jams when he needs to, and invents pitches along the way. I mean, that's kind of what it felt like. I mean, that curveball was just nasty. Uh, oh, yeah. Nola says Darvish had a gutsy seventh inning. He made good pitches, continued on, made even more good pitches. I thought that was the highlight of the game for you. And he, you know, ESPN kept, like, fixating on Darvish potentially being injured with his leg and stuff. He looked like he was fine to me after that one pitch that he threw. Was it to Escobar? I forget who it was, too, but. Hmm. Oh, he looked fine. I'm not worried about Darvish worried, or anything no. like that. Um, Nola again here, quote, once he got into his groove, he was mixing all of his pitches, moving the ball in and out, using his breaking balls and fastballs. He was keeping them off balance for sure. We played really well defensively, offensively, and we pitched really well. It feels good. It's a good club over there. We still have business to take care of for sure. I agree. Played well defensively. I don't think they had any errors. Uh, offensively, obviously scoring seven runs off of Scherzer and what five innings? Scherzer didn't even complete five yeah. innings, I don't think. Uh, no, just like four and a third, four and two thirds. Yeah. An amazing, amazing night. You had Mets fans leaving early. Um, I mean, where are you guys it going? Emptied. It emptied so fast. Um, I was hearing from Jesse and Tony, um, and then I turned on some stream on YouTube, and you could see the stands. You could see more chairs than fans. I thought, and that was a sellout crowd today. It was insane. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Um, Yeah, they. I guess they had to go somewhere. I don't know. Maybe just go home and cry. I have no idea. Go support the Yankees now or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen there. But I mean, um, yeah. (laughs) Looking forward to the 
basketball season or, or looking forward to the Jets? I don't know. Uh, look, That's it's not over for them. Mark. It's not over for them. I, I don't want to, you know, yeah, gloat yeah. too much because I know that they could, Padres could still lose this series. But I'm just so happy that the Padres just blew them out tonight because mm-hmm. of all the talk about the Mets. No one felt like no one was talking about the Padres and everyone's picking the Mets to win this series and Mets Dodgers looking forward to that. And you had Buck Showalter hoping not to even pitch to Grom in this series and it bit him in the butt, at least tonight. I mean, I, I don't, they probably wouldn't have won this game anyway. If DeGrom had pitched, what, what if DeGrom goes six, seven innings, he gives up two runs. Well, the Mets scored one run. They only Darvish, scored was, one. Yeah. Darvish was amazing. Suarez and Garcia didn't give up any runs. So maybe it was the right choice for DeGrom to go game two instead of game yeah. one. We'll find out, I guess, tomorrow to see if he can force it to a game three. But, I mean, it, it, it didn't work out tonight. Scherzer game one. The Padres are very comfortable against Max Scherzer. That's the bottom line. That's what it is right now. Manny owns Max Scherzer. The Padres own Max Scherzer right now. Yeah. Shout out uh, Daniel Camarena real quick. Just want to <laughs> throw him out there. You know, where is, on, where is he? Mention. He's Where not even he? in baseball anymore. He's but, probably uh, DFA, I think, yeah. Yeah, but um, he was there in spirit tonight, I felt, on all four of those home runs. That was four for the amount of RBIs he had on one swing versus Max Scherzer back in the day. Um, just want to give a quick shout-out to him. Maybe Mud Should Mud be, like, do another long shot thing where, you know how coming back in that game was a long uh, shot? So he said, I'll walk from Iopine to Petco, and he actually ended up having to do it. What if something like that? What if, if he like says like, yeah, if the Padres like should it be win a World Series or, or should they get if the Padres get, get to the World get Series? Yeah, if they get there, he should. I don't know what what should he do. I have no idea what he should do. But he's not going to. He should like have something where he like catch a spring training game, else. catch a yeah. full spring training game. Full yeah. and have Don commentate it. I know he wants to. Or, or, no, yeah, doesn't he want to umpire? He wants to umpire it, right? He does. He wa- doesn't he want to umpire? Yeah, umpire sure. a full spring training game next year with Don <laughs> commentating on how crappy your calls are. That would be must-watch television. So if the Padres make the World Series, mud. If you're listening to this, I doubt you are, but make that your long shot bet this year. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know. Look, we're react. We're overreacting. I'm overreacting yeah. to this one game. I realize that. And this could come, you know, someone might screen record this and, you know, it comes back and bite me, whatever. But I'm just, uh, yeah, but I'm just pumped up. Like, they don't have to win tomorrow. And with Musgrove on the mound game three, if that goes to game three, I'm rather, I'm more confident in Musgrove than Chris Bassett, who wasn't good against the Braves last weekend either. Musgrove just threw six shutout innings in his last start. Yeah, and even even with Musgrove's kind of second half, if you would call it like really second half struggles a little bit, um, I, I'm still more confident in him just due to the, the simple fact that he was a Cy Young candidate throughout the majority of the year against right. a guy who's what? How old is Chris Bassett? Thirty four, thirty something yeah, like let that. Me check. He's, and he's struggling in this later half of the year. Um, Thirty three. Yeah, there you go. He's getting up there in age, and I feel, you know, we just beat up on another kind of old pitcher, Max Scherzer. Right. I'm just saying, you know, maybe we have a thing against old Mets pitchers. Well, we'll have to find out or something, but I hope it doesn't even get to that point where we can just beat him in game two. Right, yeah. Marco says, great win, but job is not done. We have to take the series. I agree. Yeah, I know the job's not done. I'm just confident in this team, really confident in this team right now. Um. Brian Perez is a Dodgers fan, so he can get kicked out. Can we talk about how he said Dodgers in three? Um, he really thinks we would get swept. That's, I don't know. Well, well, look, I feel like we would end up getting one. The Dodgers have owned the Padres, so I'm not going to like be like, oh, you're a, you're a dummy for thinking that. But I'm expecting if they do get to the division series, I'm expecting very competitive games that's, that's against the, thing, the Dodgers. It's playoff baseball. It's completely different, I feel. But with the Dodgers, with again, the ti- did, yeah. Dodgers had the time off. I mean, look at 2019. Didn't they win over 100 games and they lost in the division series to the Nationals? There you go. Uh, I mean, come on. Um, JD says, 
Eduardo Perez from ESPN sucks as a play-by-play announcer. Padres don't get no love from ESPN. Yeah. I mean, they did right. get love, but it was like forcefully, like they yeah. had to they do had it. To. You know, it was clear that they were focused on the Mets. You know, they were they were focused on them. The camera kept going to Degrom. I know that's the storyline. Like Degrom has to save their season tomorrow. So does their offense. Their offense scored yeah. one run tonight. We have Blake Snell on the mound tomorrow. You know, and we have a really good bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um. All Dago says Emma Stone's husband is the fan. Well, she was wearing Padre stuff too. Yeah. And I think she's the more famous person. I'd who is who is Dave McCary? I've never heard of the guy. So have you heard of him? Who is that? I haven't. I when I saw He's that a, they posted a comedian. Emma and okay. Dave, I was he like, was born in San Diego, went to USC. Okay. He he's from 2013, 2019, served as a segment director for Saturday Night Live. Oh, that's okay. okay. That's pretty good one. I want to so, get one of those jackets that Emma Stone had, though. That's a nice Yeah, I know. Yeah. I want to get one of those. Yeah, I know. Um, JD says Harold Reynolds from Major League Baseball. Give him props. What? Give Harold props for what? Is he talking good about the Padres? I mean, you have to. They played tremendously well tonight. This is the best they probably could have played. <laughs> I mean, you could single out guys, Soto, uh, you know, Crony. You could talk about different guys, but they scored seven runs off of Scherzer. The game was over in, in the fifth inning. Yeah. The Mets fans were leaving the game before it was the seventh inning. <laughs> That's crazy. The Padres did that to the New York Mets. Yeah, Mr. Robot says, big win tonight, Ben. We can beat these Mets. Huge night tonight for Darvish and our offense. Bubs downtown was going off. That's kind of one of those things, like, if I wasn't clipping highlights and stuff, being down at Bubs or somewhere like that, that would be cool. You know, going yeah. down there um, with family Watching or something during a game, yeah. like that, that would be cool. I'm sure they were, yeah. I saw some videos, I think uh, – San Diego Sports 760, their account was posting some stuff because they were doing a live show in North Park tonight. Uh, and they were actually broadcasting the last, their last hour was during the Padres game. So people were going nuts in there. So yeah, I'm sure that's well, what it looked like in a lot of places. Oh well, yeah, even down here, I went out with, uh, for a couple innings, went down to a little pizza spot here in IB. Um, and there were Padre fans rocking down there. And it's just a little like local spot. Luigi's right on the, the beach right there and there were that place was packed i mean people had drinks going and they only had one tv but i mean everyone in their Padres jerseys just it felt like this was a once in a lifetime opportunity everyone was just super happy and you know when people left they'd be like no no don't leave because then if they suck then you got to come back you know right yeah <laughs> um marty caswell says here darvish was asked today if his if today's performance was redemption his 2017 playoff struggles when I believe he was with the Dodgers and I think he pitched game seven, didn't pitch well against the Astros uh, Dodger Stadium. And he says, quote, actually, I don't remember it. It's a long time ago. <laughs> Doesn't remember pitching for the Dodgers. Uh, that's a legendary quote. That's a legendary quote. Just flushing it and just I'm an amazing pitcher right now. That's what I care about. I'm with the Padres. There we go. All yeah. right. There you go, man. Um, Padres just tweeted this out second game with four or more home runs in Padres postseason history when was that first game it doesn't say here I'm just trying to remember what the first game was oh the uh, wild card game duh 2020 Tatis yeah. homer twice Myers homer twice there you go yeah all right I got some knowledge still in my head from 2020 I, I try to make it I, I try to forget about that year like it yeah. didn't happen because it's not a real season it's not those were no. some memories, like they were fun memories, but it's not a real mm-hmm. season. Dodger fans can be happy about their World Series ring that they didn't get to celebrate because there was no parade, but um, it, it wasn't a real it's season. They're going to have to do it again. If they do it again, then, yeah, of course they can talk. Yeah, they're sure. going to have to do it again. Um, well, a, I, I think, I think, I think oh, this yeah. is a little getting ahead of us here. It says, I can't wait to see Dodgers versus Padres. Look, that. I, I did allude to that earlier in the episode, and look, yeah. I'm I was getting ahead of myself too. 
They still have to face DeGrom tomorrow, but they don't have to beat him. I think that's a positive. They do still have to win a game three, though, if they don't win tomorrow. Obviously, they're trying to win tomorrow. Imagine you beat Scherzer to Grom games one and two and you go to the Dodgers series with Musgrove game one. You didn't have to use Musgrove. Like, that would be amazing. That would be so, awesome. they, But there's still tons of work, obviously, to do in this series. Uh, the Padres, they're not going to be celebrating, you know, pouring champagne after tonight. No. There's going to be a lot of smiles and they're going to be loose. They don't have the pressure on them. Entering the series, they didn't have the pressure on them nationwide. I put pressure on them because I thought that they should win a series. Like, it's yeah. not a successful season with all this talent. I don't care who you're playing. If you don't win a wild card series, I don't I don't think that's a successful year. So they nope. could still not win the wild card series. And it would be, I think, even more of a disappointed appointment, yeah, to be honest. Win one game. Because yeah. after you well, not just one, they blew out the Mets. Blew they out, embarrassed yeah. Scherzer tonight. His worst postseason start ever. And mm-hmm. if they can't finish it off, yeah, that's gonna be really disappointing. So there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, I, it would be amazing to see Dodgers Padres obviously at Peco game three, at least one game at Peco. But um, let's let's focus on the Mets still here. Um, was there? You said there was another comment you wanted to get to. Yeah, just the that this this one comment by Pass the Buck Owen. Um, he was he talked about that Profar Kim sh- the shush. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Profar Kim shush yeah. Back, yeah, they've been one doing of that coldest thing. Yeah, they've been doing that all year. Isn't that from uh, what is that from? It's from a movie, right? Yeah, it's something that I, I think that might have been like a. It's something like show or movie or something. But you know, when they see it on national TV and they had the the camera right there, Rush Hour all, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just looks so sick. People, <sighs> people, was, people were like, who obviously don't watch the Padres. They were like, oh, they're shushing the Mets. They're shushing the crowd. No, that's their celebration. They've been doing that. Yeah. Like, maybe, they're, maybe their celebration is to shush the doubters and stuff. So I guess well, maybe now. Say that, yeah, but, there you go. But um, they've been doing that this year. This isn't the first time. No. Um, Mr. Robot here says, can you imagine how bad the New York sports media is going to rip yeah. into the Mets tomorrow? They're brutal, and that helps our mojo. We got the juice this series. I agree. We have the momentum. Uh, look, our pr- the pressure is not on us tomorrow. It's all on the shoulders of Jacob Degrom. It's on the shoulders of that offense to score more than one run. Uh, the good thing, maybe for I mean the Mets, they're not going to be listening to it. They're going to be worried about winning tomorrow's game. But the good thing for them is, unless they have special shows tomorrow's Saturday, so you're not going to have all the big talking heads on WFAN and 98.7 ESPN New York. Yeah. They're not working, so. You're not going to hear too much about that tomorrow, I wouldn't think. I mean, the weekend people, you'll hear it. But it's going to be on Monday. Like, trust me, if they yeah. lose in a wild card <laughs> series will. after winning 100 games, especially if the Grom and Scherzer don't show yeah. up, it's going to be brutal. It's it's going to be funny as heck to, to uh, listen to that. Um, mm-hmm. Scherzer, here's another quote from him. Quote, baseball can take you to the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And this is one of the lows. Yeah. Yep, it is. And I'm happy that you're not on the Padres for that. <laughs> remember when we were so happy that we were about to get Scherzer last year? Oh, I uh, remember the exact, the exact time and place. I mean, we the, were about to start a podcast right then and there to get our reaction. And yep. Mr. Ken Rosenthal kind of, lack of terms, blue-balled us and didn't mm-hmm. want to, you know, report the full thing in the official. But, uh Dodge the bullet there, it seems like. Yeah. I was talking with John Boggs. Uh, He's an MLB agent. He's Pierce Johnson's agent. Other guys as well. He used to be Agon's agent, Tony Gwynn, Tony Gwynn Jr.'s agent, Dave Roberts. And I was just talking, I mentioned that about, uh, you know, the media uh, leaking things, trades and stuff. And um, he's like, yeah, you can kind of read the tea leaves and you know what is what and why something is out there and who it's benefiting. And in that situation, it was definitely benefiting the Nationals. Hey, let's get this out there. Let's get the Dodgers to increase that offer. Um, and then the Nationals, obviously, they trade Soto and they trade Turner with Scherzer there in that year. And now they absolutely suck. And I'm wishing yeah. the best for Gore and all of them, but they absolutely suck right now. Um, but enough with the Nationals. Pass the buck, Owen says here. Who pitches a potential game three for New York? Chris Bassett. DeGrom's going tomorrow. They have to win. 
Game two tomorrow at 4.37 on ESPN. Yep. Uh, another primetime game. They got to win that one. Um, if they don't, their season's over. They're not going to have, they're not going to wait DeGrom for game three and pitch Chris Bassett. Like, if they're going to lose, no. they're going to lose with Scherzer and DeGrom. You, they paid Scherzer 40 plus million dollars this year, and that's what he comes w- up with in the postseason. I'm okay with that. You know, if they want to do that, I'm <laughs> perfectly fine with that. <laughs> and gave him like $43 million for three years, and he gives up seven earned runs in a postseason start against yeah. the 10th best postseason offense entering this postseason, according to MOB.com. Like, yikes. Crazy. Um, <laughs> put up seven, by the way. Yeah. And it's your eighth. Yeah. Or one of um, them. David asks, what Snell do you think we get tomorrow? I think we get a relaxed Snell. I think yeah. no pressure. I don't anticipate, maybe he does have a melt, uh, meltdown inning, but I don't anticipate there being one because he doesn't have all the pressure on him. And even when he does, like that World Series game against the Dodgers, he performed on those expectations. You know, he had the pressure on him there, keep his team alive. He kept this team alive. Kevin mm. Cash just sent it right down the garbage can and said, you know what? Screw your performance. We're going to bring in a guy that's been overused this postseason and just tank this. You know, you've just owned Mookie and Muncie and everyone in the top of the order. No, we'll take you out. Like Snell performed, so I, I'm expecting a loose, confident Snell tomorrow. Uh, and the best case scenario, obviously, is he pitches really well. The offense shows up, and yeah, Musgrove game one against the Dodgers in the NLDS. I'd be perfect. Look, I, I don't want to mention the NLDS. Continue to do that because that's jumping ahead. But yeah, that's what the that's what the scenario would be if Snell does pitch really well tomorrow and the offense shows up uh, a little bit. I mean, Jacob Degrom he gave up three home runs in his last appearance. Uh, if if they can attack that fastball like they attacked Max Scherzer tonight, they can win tomorrow still. Yeah, and I'm excited for it because. Um, I don't remember the last time we were in a NLDS in a real year. You know, I mean, we were in one in 2020, but it was a, mm-hmm. you know, our ace was Mike Clevenger. He went one inning, right? And then the next inning, his velocity decreased crazy. So he was yep. out. Yep. Um, Lamette was our number two, I think, or something like that. You're, yeah, yeah. Well, Lamette was out. Davies was Lamette, pitching. That's Davies, they didn't. Davies. They didn't have enough confidence in Paddock. They didn't put him out there. They put... Uh, it was a was bullpen game, right? Stammen yeah, was Craig... game three of the wild card. Like, they had yeah. no pitching. And Brian that's Weathers another thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> another thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's another that's thing where it's, where it's like, this year in 2020, you cannot compare it. If anyone wants to say, huh. oh, well, look at 2020. It's not a real season. They yeah. didn't have Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove pitching really well. They didn't have Josh Hader in the bullpen. They didn't have Soto on their team. They didn't have Josh Bell on their team. They had a whole different team, yeah. you know? So this, it's totally different. It is totally – and that's part of the reason why I was so surprised why everyone was like, Mets, 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 Mets. The series isn't over. They could still be right, but they were acting – it felt to like me at least nationally yeah. like it's going to be 2-0. 2-0 sweep, and they're moving on to the Dodgers. Like, mm-hmm. not so fast. This Padres team is very, very talented. Yeah. Big time, man. I mean, we're, we've been overlooked the entire year, I feel. Um, you know, sometimes we put that on ourselves, you know, some, but I feel like going into this, we had a lot that we had proved. I mean, we hung on to a wild card in the second half of the year. You know, we didn't do that in 2021. Um, you know, we were able to have a pitching staff that looked good throughout the whole year and it was healthy. And we actually had a bullpen that didn't have – you know, one set closer who was the only good part. Mm-hmm. You know, normally we would have like a one good closer. This time I felt like we had a closer by committee kind of thing and everyone was kind of good. You know, right. we all, I mean, Hater obviously showed up towards the end of the year there, but, you know, for a while there, we, we just had to rely on a lot of different people. And I feel like that kind of helped us in the long run. Mm-hmm. So it, it was surprising how we were overlooked so much. But then again, we are San Diego. So yeah, can't really. Yep. Really yep. All right, closing this episode out here, same lineup tomorrow, about the same lineup. I mean, it worked today. Like, I like that there was a lot of balance in it. You know, I probably was thinking Grisham was going to hit ninth, but um, I think it was Jeffrey here in the comments during the pregame mm-hmm. show or the episode yesterday when I was talking about the lineup and guessing it. He was talking about how, well, 
there's a lot of consecutive righties in that lineup if Grisham's hitting yeah, ninth. You gotta break and Grisham hit eighth today and Nolan ninth, and it worked. You had Josh yeah. Bell in front of Myers. I flipped those, but Bomell had uh, Bell in front of him. I don't think that Myers and Bell play together tomorrow. I probably think Drury gets in there. I think I don't, you got maybe, yeah. maybe over Myers, maybe Drury plays first. Myers, I don't think he had a great night tonight. I know he struck out, I think, twice. Um, good, I think he's a good pinch hit option, though, if someone's not batting well. I think he's throwing right. in there later in the game. Yeah. Right. And with Josh Bell homering tonight, like, I would Yeah, you got to play like, him. Yeah, like, I would have thought if Bell didn't do anything tonight, maybe they go Myers and Drury, and you have Bell as a pinch hitter, switch hitter, yeah. can do anything. Uh, but, like, tomorrow, they have, uh, they'd have, let's say, Drury and, um, Beller in there. You have Myers on the bench. You have Campy, Alfaro. Uh, those are righties. Uh, yeah. Dixon, I mean, he's a pinch runner. Uh, you have you do have options. I, I don't think that it's necessary that they need to have, like, multiple lefties on that bench. That's just not what their bench composition is made up of, you know? So, no, and we don't, we don't need that because it's, you know, we don't have to pinch it for a pitcher. So, they're, right. they're just throwing right. there now, you know? Yeah. Right. And I'm starting Grish. Uh, I mean, the lineup, it's probably going to be Profar, Soto, Manny. Uh, if you want, what, it, it, DeGrom's a righty. So, you want to have another left. You want Bell in there again. And then maybe Drury, Cronenworth. Mm-hmm. Maybe you slide him down a little bit. Uh, and then same last three, Kim, Grisham, Nola. Grish. Yep, you don't, like you don't move them. You keep them down no. there. They combine for, uh, what I say, four hits tonight oh, yeah. really well. Three runs scored. I mean, you keep them down there. They had a lot of depth in this lineup, and I think that's very, very um, encouraging. And yeah, what a what a night! Any last comments? No. Uh, hopefully, we can just get this win, so I don't have to stress a game three. But um, looks impressive tonight. Tomorrow is tomorrow is going to be wild if they beat Degrom, yeah. Scherzer, and Degrom, and then you have Musgrove. Oh man, that's uh, that is going to be downtown right after. Okay. <laughs> yeah, people are gonna be posting. Oh, look at this parade downtown, and the Dodger <laughs> Dodger fans are gonna actually believe gonna that this crazy. is actually happening right now. Yeah, like they always do. They always fall for that. All right, this was fun. I'll be re- reacting after every game as usual tomorrow. I think I'm filling in for John Schaefer on the wrap up show, so I'll do that. And then if Jacob's available, we'll do it again after the wrap up show. So it'll probably be later tomorrow. Uh, but that'll be episode two forty five. This one's two forty four. Talking Friars podcast and YouTube short show. What's a short YouTube show? Um, brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Again, gaglionbros.com is the website. What a win tonight. Padres, one game away, one win away from advancing to the NLDS to face the Dodgers. 437 is the first pitch tomorrow on ESPN. I'll have the pregame show before that here on YouTube. I'll see you guys later for Jacob Zimmerman, Ben Fadden. Go Pods.